The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Hi, I'm Tristie and Associate Pastor Edmund Sprout Sr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We would like to welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XTTV Channel 13 in San Diego. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE Channel 13 in Palm Springs. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah and parts of Nevada, Idaho and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY TV Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado and from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world. With the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon, a landmark in Kali for over 90 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A. to B. Lockbaum on August 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr., in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints, wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. 
To start off today's telecast, the church choir under the direction of assistant choir director Prohaku Corder will sing the touching song entitled, Mercy Called Me By Name. They will be ably accompanied by T.R.S. Summers on the piano, Iris Locke on the organ. Yes, dear television viewers, the Lord showed his love and mercy to us when he died on the cross of Calvary for the sins of the whole world, so that we all may have the promise of eternal life. Won't you open your hearts and accept Jesus as your personal Savior, Master, and Lord? For today is the day of salvation, if you will but hear his voice. Please join in and sing with the choir as you see the words flashed on your television screen.
The church band, under the direction of head pastor William M. Hahn, Jr., will play the song, Jesus, You Light Up My Life. Jesus is the light of our life and the bright and morning star. He is our guide when our way is dark and dreary and will never leave us nor forsake us. We have sunshine in our souls when the peaceful, happy moments roll and when Jesus shows his smiling face. give the Lord all the praises, glory, and thanksgiving by singing the wonderful song, Sweet By and By. 
Doing my background music will be head pastor William M. Hahn Jr. on the piano, Mason Asano Sr. on the guitar, associate pastor Marvin Ming on the bass, and Iris Locke on the drums. Soon and very soon, the Lord will return for his very own. Those who have been blood washed, water washed, spirit filled, and walking in the light of God, he will take us to the sweet by and by, a land that is fairer than day with mansions on high and streets of gold. What a glorious day that will be when we are with our Lord and Savior and united with our loved ones who have gone home before us. There's a land that is fairer than day and by faith we can see it afar for the father waits over the way to prepare us a dwelling place there in the sweet by and by we shall meet on that beautiful shore in the sweet by and by we shall meet on that beautiful shore we shall sing on that beautiful shore the melodious songs of the blessed and our spirit shall sorrow no more. Not a sign for the blessing of rest to our bountiful Father above. We will offer our tree.
The church choir will now sing the uplifting song entitled, He Set Me Free. The Lord's love stretches forth to the four corners of this earth. As the words to the song go, He broke the bonds of prison for me. I'm glory bound, my Jesus to see. For glory to God, He set me free. He fills our heart with joy and gladness. For if God be before us, who can be against us? trumpet section of the band will use their God-given talents to play the song, Oh, say, but I'm glad. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. The Lord is the strength of our lives and is only a prayer away. When you put Jesus first in your life, you will find happiness in Jesus Christ.
The Jubilees will now blend their voices to the song, Gaining Ground. They will be accompanied by Christy Hahn on the piano. We put our faith, hope, and trust in the Lord and march onward and forward with Him. For there is only victory ahead as we trust in the Lord and stand upon His words. As we shout on and pray on, the love of God will come to our hearts. Glory, hallelujah. At this time, it is with great pleasure to dedicate this beautiful song to Mrs. Helen Holt of the Hawaii Island Branch Church. We pray the Lord will continue to bless and strengthen you all the days of your life. Have a wonderful Sunday. Greetings in the sweet name of Jesus. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, and I would like to repeat our television time, stations, and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XD TV channel 13 in San Diego, 
from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME channel 20 in Los Angeles San Bernardino from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in Central California and Yuma, Arizona, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO 22 in Seattle, Washington, from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KGZZ channel 24 of Salt Lake City, Utah, Paso, Nevada, Idaho and Wyoming from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado and from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning our schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, Services held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing service at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At Okaneke Branch Church, located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castaneda Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Alverio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter Aitin Loy in Hill, Hawaii, by Pastor Landon K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotobato, Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts, and Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now I'd like to return our program back to Associate Pastor Trustee Edwin Sproul Sr., who will bring forth his spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Edwin? Thank you, Melvin. As born-again Christians, we faithfully believe that all of God's promises are yea and amen including the promise of Jesus Christ's returning clouds of glory to rapture his bride, the church. We therefore stand ready, willing, and available daily, saying to him, Lord, come quickly. Hence, we sincerely beckon you, dear television viewers, to join with us in today's sermon entitled, Faithfulness Brings Healing in Christ Jesus. Standing with the Lord Jesus Christ will prepare each and every one of us to follow Jesus Christ as he prepares us for his heavenly home above. No question about it, Jesus Christ is the greatest teacher, preacher, and healer to ever come to the earth. Wherever he went, great multitudes followed him to hear his words of encouragement and see his great miracles of faith and to receive his promises for eternal life to all those who will accept his plan of salvation. When he speaks the parable of the sower about planting seeds upon the hillsides, all the farmers upon the earth can relate to his lessons of truth, and they get it. When he speaks the parable of the prodigal son 
about leaving home. Every father and mother who has born children can relate to his lessons of truth, and they get it. And when the Lord Jesus Christ speaks his parables of faithfulness and healing, every Christian believer, saint, and child of God can relate to these lessons, having also experienced similar events ourselves upon this earth. Hence, Titus 1, verses 1 and 2 denotes this undeniable truth. Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God's elect and the acknowledging of the truth, which is after godliness, in hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. Paul taught this truth that Jesus Christ, God himself, cannot lie when he promises every man, woman, and child who accepts his plan of salvation, eternal life in heaven above. Paul then spoke in Romans 4, verses 5 through 8, But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness, even as David also described the blessedness of the man, unto whom God imputeth righteousness without works, saying, Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven, and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. The Apostle Paul also confirmed that great faith in Christ Jesus brings forgiveness of sins for every man, woman, and child who accepts him as their personal Savior, Master, and Lord. Accepting Jesus Christ's plan of salvation enables every believer to gain a Christ-like attitude and receive forgiveness of sins inherited from Adam and Eve who sinned in the Garden of Eden. When a man, woman, and child turns their soul over to the Lord Jesus Christ, they pledge to follow his commandments, and, they, and then they choose to live a new life above sin. Jesus confirmed this in Acts 26, verse 18. It says, To open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. The forgiveness of sins and healing of our bodies brings us all into a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, our Creator, and we thereby gain a better understanding of ourselves and our purpose for our lives upon this earth. The next few examples of faithfulness and healing demonstrates the blessing of sharing a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. First, John 9, 6, and 7 exclaims, When he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle, and he anointed the eyes of the blind with the clay and said, Go un and said unto him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which is by interpretation sent. He went his way, therefore, and washed and came seeing. Second, Mark 10, verses 51 and 52 exhorts, And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. The first blind man faithfully obeyed the instruction of Jesus Christ 
went and washed in the pool of Siloam and came seeing. The second blind man, Bartimaeus, was blessed for his faithful conviction, and consequently he received his sight and healing as well. Hence, the question for every man, woman, and child to ponder today is, are we willing to go and wash ourselves with great faith and conviction and come and accept the Lord Jesus Christ and his plan of salvation? It is truly our victory when we believe and exhibit great faith like these two blind men who received God's wonder-working miracle and blessing in their lives because of their great faith. An even more powerful example is found in Acts 18, verses 24 to 26. And a certain Jew named Apollos, born at Alexandria, an eloquent man and mighty in the scriptures, came to Ephesus. This man was instructed in the way of the Lord. And being fervent in the spirit, he spake and taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. And he began to speak boldly in the synagogue, whom when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him unto them and expounded it to him the way of God more perfectly. Apollos possessed very strong faith and knowledge of the scriptures. However, after he was enlightened to the baptism in the name of Jesus Christ and the gift of the Holy Ghost by Priscilla and Aquila, Paul's two knowledgeable companions, he obtained even greater faith to press on. Acts 18, 27 to 28 confirms the result of the blessing received by Apollos that reads, and when he was disposed to pass into Acacia, the brethren wrote, exhorting the disciples to receive him, who, when he was come, helped them much which had believed through grace. For he mightily convinced the Jews, and that publicly showing by the scriptures that Jesus was Christ. Acts 19, verses 1 through 6 imparts the full blessing received from the Lord Jesus Christ. And it came to pass that when Apollos was in Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coasts, came to Ephesus, and finding certain disciples, he said unto them, Have ye received the Holy Ghost since ye believed? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, Unto what then were you baptized? And they said, Unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. Jesus Christ likewise instructed the apostle Peter and gave him the keys to the kingdom of heaven. In Matthew 16, 17 through 19, that reads, And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. 
And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Jesus Christ instructs Nicodemus and every man, woman, and child in John 3, 5 that reads, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Jesus instructs, Jesus Christ further instructs all mankind in John 3, 6, and 7, it reads, That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Repentance is defined as godly sorrow for our sin, as the initial step to obtain the full salvation of our souls. Being born of water refers to being born again by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ. And being born of the Spirit refers to being filled with God's Holy Spirit speaking in God's unknown tongue or language as the evidence of being filled within. Peter instructed the Jews in Jerusalem in Acts 2.38 that reads, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hence, baptism in the name of Jesus Christ guarantees everyone forgiveness and remission of sins by the blood of Jesus Christ shed on the cross of Calvary and the promise to receive the gift of God's Holy Spirit. This process clearly describes God's full cycle and plan of salvation. First, repentance. Second, water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ and spiritual baptism, being filled with God's Holy Spirit. And the final step of walking in the light with Jesus Christ as our Savior, Master, and Lord, waiting to hear him call us home, saying, come up hither. Acts 4.12 administers the confirmation of the saving power vested in the name of Jesus Christ. It reads, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 19 details the spiritual changes we will experience. It reads, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation, to wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses against unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Forgiveness of sins changes us into believing saints and children of Jesus Christ. Being regenerated by God's Holy Spirit, we are no longer subject to our old ways and have been changed to become partakers in the divine nature and life of Jesus Christ. The following examples of great faith will prepare every man, woman, and child for their eternal life to come in heaven above. Matthew 18, verses 1 to 3 identifies the humbleness required when coming to the Lord Jesus Christ. At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called the little child unto him, and set him in the midst of them, and said, Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted, 
and become as, a little, as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. This example of a little child is amplified in Matthew 18, verses 5 through 7. And whoso shall receive one such little child in my name, receiveth me. And whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone was hanged about his neck and that he was drowned in the depth of the sea. Woe unto the world because of offenses, for it must needs be that offenses come. But woe to that man by whom the offense cometh. Paul adds this spiritual insight in 1 Corinthians 13, 11 through 12. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known teaching our children the ways of the Lord Jesus Christ from an early age as God's best training plan as identified in Proverbs 22, 6 that reads, train up a child in the way he should go and when he is old, he will not depart from it. This example of Zacchaeus demonstrates his childlike manner that was completely changed by meeting face to face with Jesus Christ in Luke 19, 5 through 10. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide in the, at thy house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was gone to be guest with a man that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to this house, for as much as he, is, he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Zacchaeus displayed great faith and observed the Jewish standard of rectitude that calls for being correct in judgment and procedure. Five oxen had to be restored for one wrongly taken and four sheep for one unlawfully taken. Another example identifies great pride and great faith displayed by two men who went into the temple to pray in Luke 18, verses 11 to 14. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast twice in the week. I give tithes of all that I possess. And the publican, standing afar off, would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone that exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. The Pharisee was self-righteous and blind to his own sinfulness, and therefore received no forgiveness from the Lord Jesus Christ. However, the publican humbled himself as a sinner, asking for mercy, and consequently received God's full blessing of mercy and respect. Paul and Silas were also were able to inspire this wonderful example of great faith within the Philippian jailer in Acts 16, verses 28 to 32 that reads, But Paul cried with a loud voice, saying, Do thyself no harm, 
for we are all here. Then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas and brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in thy house. And they spake unto him the word of the Lord, and to all that were in the house. And he took them the same hour of the night, and washed their stripes, and was baptized, he and all his, straightway. The apostle Peter's question highlights God's law of forgiveness in Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 to 22. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me? And I forgive him till seven times. Jesus saith unto him, I say unto thee, until seven times seven, but until seventy times seven. Seventy times seven equates to 490 times, pointing out that our forgiveness must be absolutely unlimited. True forgiveness is a God-given attitude received from the Lord Jesus Christ to help us always maintain a forgiving spirit. Jesus Christ, God himself, removes our sins as far as the east is from the west. And when he forgives and forgets our sins, he remembers them no more. Jesus Christ taught his disciples this truth regarding love and hate in Matthew 5, 43 to 48, that reads, Ye have heard that it hath been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh the sun to rise on the evil and the good, and sendeth rain on the just and the unjust. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same? And if ye salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so? Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. God's love coupled with our great faith in Christ Jesus will keep our heart right and we will not bear a grudge or have a vengeful spirit. Hence, others will quickly see the love of Jesus Christ within us, love towards our fellow man and even our love for our worst enemies. Jesus Christ gave us this incomparable parable in Matthew 18, 26 to 30. The servant therefore fell down and worshiped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me and I will repay thee all. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion and loosed him and forgave him the debt. But the same servant went out and found of his fellow servants, which owed him an hundred pence. And he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me that thou owest. And his fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will, I will pay thee all. And he would not, but went and cast him into prison till he should pay the debt. Matthew 18, 34 to 35 identifies the equity in Christ Jesus. And his Lord was wroth and delivered him to the tormentors till he should pay all that was due unto him. So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you. If ye from your hearts forgive not every one of his brother, their trespasses. Our final example deals with the conversion of Paul in Acts 8, 9, verses 1 through 5. And Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest and desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogues, that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. 
as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven, and he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise, and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. Paul's introduction to the Lord Jesus Christ on the road to Damascus was life-changing, and it converted him to be baptized, to be filled with God's Holy Spirit, and hence his name was changed to Paul. Paul became an outstanding preacher and defender for Jesus Christ. Acts 9, 20 to 22 reads, and straightway he preached Jesus Christ in the synagogues, that he is the Son of God. But all that heard him were amazed and said, Is not this he that destroyed them which called on his name in Jerusalem, and came thither for that intent, that he might bring them bound into the chief priests? But Saul increased the more in strength, and confounded the Jews which dealt at Damascus, proving that he, this is very Christ. Let us then exhibit our great faith as we prepare to reap our final victory of everlasting life in heaven above when Jesus Christ calls us home saying, come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you would like to know more about God's Word in the church and review these telecast presentations in their entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Till our next telecast, this is your host, trustee and associate pastor Edmund H. Sprout Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. We conclude another hour of sweet fellowship with our telecast church band as they present their wonderful rendition entitled, Blessed Be the Name.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.